0: That could melt my little heart. Really yeah. easy listening. The little icicle, uh, my heart is. That is. So, I love that song. Uh That lady who made that song is named Shirley. Last name XU. How do you pronounce that? Shirley Zhu. 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 I said zoo. XU. <laughs> i think zoo i don't know uh i guess you could call it a parody of free fallen she says but it actually ended up sounding nothing like the original but the yeah i mean whatever it sounded beautiful it sounded better than the original honestly tom petty dropped the ball when he didn't make the song about us what? I'm serious. How do you figure that? I, think I might be a little petty for wanting him to have made the song about me, but I guess I, I might not have been around when they, when he wrote the song. But I think you should don't read. don't brush it off like that's why he didn't write it about you because he's written songs since you've quote unquote been, been around. around. Yeah, but not really since I maybe since I've been born. But I don't know if he's like knows who i am (laughs) he doesn't (laughs) don't say you don't know if he knows who Uh, you are and even if he did careful because you might say something hurtful that you can't take back (laughs) what's hurtful that i don't think tom petty has uh, written songs about me has written and i won't back down do you think that's about me or do you think that's about some other shit (laughs) i think that's about uh being uh, resilient yeah to the elements right So that's why I was thinking maybe it was... I don't think it's about you. All right. Okay, buddy. (laughs) Let's start the show. Sure. (laughs) Sure. Uh, Shirley, thank you from Canada. Much love. Uh, Beautiful song. This is If I Were You. It's the only advice podcast on the internet hosted by us. I'm Amir. I'm Jake. And uh, last week we recorded an episode Saturday night. I was trying beer for the first time. Loved it. You lo- hated it. A lot of people said, oh, don't try IPAs. IPAs aren't good. Then people said, fuck that. IPAs are the best. You suck. They actually are good. Yeah. It turns out, I guess, the way things taste is subjective. So some people like IPAs. Some people don't. Right. How about drinking a Corona or something? Oh, well, that's yeah. pretty, actually. So light. Yeah, something easy, like easy listening, like Shirley's song. Right. Uh, I think I'm just going to not have beer. That's cool too. Yeah, that's cool. But there are cool things that I like, like basketball. Yeah, like basketball. I can. I like when, like, dipping celery into hummus. That's not cool. That's a cool little snack. It's. I mean, no, it's not a cool (laughs) snack. What about baby carrots? Is that a cool snack? No, I don't think there's a cool. Maybe like an apple is the only cool snack. (laughs) Green, right? Uh, Either or. And do you wash it, or do you just sort of brush it on your shirt? Oh, definitely a brush on the shirt. And I don't think it could be a Red Delicious. It's got to be a Macintosh or a uh, Granny Granny Smith. A crisp, sour apple. Yeah, crisp is... For sure. And then the rubbing on the shirt, what does that do exactly? That's it sort of the... gets the dirt from your shirt onto your food. <laughs> that way you're eating your shirt dirt food. Yeah. Yeah, that way you're having shirt dirt. Shirt dirt for food. <laughs> another cool <laughs> snack is um almonds. To to sort of jigger around yeah, almonds in, in, in your, your palm teeth. and then yeah, you, you, you flick them into your hand into your mouth. Right. That's that's cool. a cool food. That's pretty cool. Yeah. What's another cool food? Oh, grapes. Eh, they're all right like picking grapes and again it's all about the tossing into your hand. So you're not actually placing it into your mouth you're just sort of yeah once again shaking them in your palm and sort of just <laughs> tossing, tossing them yeah anything you can toss, toss like yeah. an almond or a grape but not an m&m because that sort of shows that you're weak will yeah because when you, when you when you when you do the uh what's it called the shaking the shaking palm shake, toss of an, an M&M. yeah that sounds like it sounds like a tic-tac container it's like yeah <laughs> are tic-tacs a cool snack i don't think so me either What's another cool snack? <laughs> uh, I don't know, man. We came up with three. How many want <laughs> right, to? What's a non-cool snack? Um, tuna. <laughs> <laughs> eating tuna out of a can, squeezing mayonnaise into the can, and eating tuna with a plastic spork. That's not necessarily cool. Yeah, definitely not. Uh, all right, so this podcast is all about what foods are cool, what foods are not. <laughs> Uh, anything new in the world of cool food, uh, like a new fruit or something that's out there, mm, eating a kiwi with a spoon. A pear? Is a pear a cool food? Pear's pear is pretty cool. It's, it's what almost like a an apple. A peach? Yeah. Any, any nut fruit, any yeah, stone but the fruit. problem with those is that like a peach and a plum can be a little too juicy. So you like <laughs> take a bite and then all of a sudden it starts like coming down your chin. You like leaning over. Well, it to, like, depends on over. eating it you have to lean over it. damon's not drooling fucking peach juice down you think damon chin. has like a good suction cup on a plum no so it's like he bites oh, it sucks yeah, the juice yeah. <laughs> none of it's on his chin at all yeah yeah i thought you meant like he, he dribbles the juice down oh no no, no he's I, a I clean think... plum eater yeah yeah and damon when he tosses the almond or the grape he gets a pretty good distance too you're yeah, like, like wow from his belt yeah yeah <laughs> off his dick And he never has anything in his teeth either. Right. Like when Damon Damon flosses for, like, just for show. Right. There's no, like, he doesn't have anything there. He's got the pinkest gums you've ever seen. Yeah. Just healthy. Yeah, healthy Healthy pink gums. Gums. Good night, everybody. (laughs) Uh, No, this is an advice show. It's an advice podcast. People will email us uh, at show at gmail.com. Seeking Our Guidance. Um, you know, this is our, It's it's been three years. This is our three-year anniversary show. And happy anniversary. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna <laughs> keep on going, make you feel a little special. But wow, you of... got me something. <laughs> I feel like a jerk. I'm so sorry. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Was <laughs> that's drop a... a diamond ring behind my chair. <laughs> that's a... That was pretty cool of you, dude. I do appreciate uh, I that. I got you a th- bracelet. <laughs> I, thank you. I don't quite need it, but I appreciate I it. I got myself one too. All you have to do is Venmo me. <laughs> I'm Not gonna do that. Eight hundred bucks. I know. All right. Yeah. Yeah. By the way, I saw the receipt and it was for four thirty. <laughs> <laughs> you wanted to you wanted me to pay for both gifts? I would thought you should. <laughs> Asshole. Uh, so after three years, we're pretty much on our way to becoming experts, so I understand why people trust us. Yes uh so these are emails from real people as always we're gonna give them fake names to preserve their anonymity you got it these are questions that i chose without you yeah i have not heard these questions do you want to read them oh sure uh all right i'm gonna give you one right now it's uh we'll call this guy um what's another uh another headgun podcaster's name we'll call this guy dan klein oh cool so, Dan Klein writes, Hola, amigos. Classic. I have liked this girl for a while now, and she just got out of a relationship. We've always had a special connection, and we both know if we start hooking up, we would probably end up only hooking up with each other, which I would be very happy about. The one problem is that she knows this, and because she just got out of a relationship, she wants to sleep around a bit before she settles down again, which I can respect. The problem I have is my friends keep telling me that she wants to hook up with a couple people in my close group of friends, which I would be kind of upset about because I really like this girl. Do I have the right to tell her not to do that? I'm hoping my friends also won't be complete assholes since they know I like her, but I'm not entirely sure how to make sure this doesn't happen. Thanks, Dan Klein. (laughs) Uh so this girl wants to sow some wild oats before settling down with Dan. Much respect, much respect. Dan and this guy doesn't have a problem with that. Dan is the man. He's <laughs> like, do your thing, girl. I'll, I'll be totally, here. I am waiting. And then she's like, Well, actually a couple of the people I want to sow these wild sow these wild oats with are your close bros. Yeah. And he's like, Alright, well that's a pill I don't think I can really swallow <laughs> right now. As it so happens, I wouldn't like that. So it's funny because it seems at least a little bit like he's overstating his uh, his connection to, with this girl. Where he's like, she knows that if we hook up. We're just gonna start dating. Yeah. So she wants to hook up with all my best friends. <laughs> you know how a girl's always wanting to fuck your best friends first. Uh, it's such an. I'm it's, interested in dating you, but I should really sleep around with your friends and then get together. If you want to be my lover, you gotta get with my friends. That's what that song's about. It's funny because it doesn't really mean anything and yet it means a lot like mm-hmm. w- if it's if somebody secretly hooked up with all my friends and then started dating me and I never found out I would never know I would never care Right, but all your friends are sort of like yeah goofing on your ass oh yeah there's there's a ton you can't ever be mad at a friend and then he always has the trump card of yes that being said, I did fuck your wife yeah I <laughs> fucked your wife before I don't know what you want me to say I think it's I, it's extra bad if like. Two of your friends be like, could say, "Hey, we all like we like the three of us are Eskimo brothers." Yeah, with your wife. Uh, yeah, I think it's <laughs> it's a little bit of a bummer. I mean, it's you, weird because like he he would rather her just like fuck five strangers than yeah. the f- five guys he knows. Yeah, fuck two Advil and call me in the morning. You know that that old phrase. Uh-huh. Would you? Would it be a deal breaker if a lady that you had a crush on? Um, Bloomy. Did she um, said call me I said call me Bloomy me because she bloomed me. Yeah. I mean if a girl that I liked <laughs> hooked up with you and then wanted to hook up with me, I think I would probably not do it. Really? Yeah. It just because I've soiled her. <laughs> well, I think maybe I've because soured your it milk. It could have been because of the way you're talking about bloomy. <laughs> uh but yeah i don't know it would i would just probably be less attracted to somebody if they hooked up with a bunch of my friends and i think i don't know i shouldn't feel like that but i do right and then think of it the other way around you think a girl whatever or a guy would ever tell a girl that like hey i really like you but i'm gonna hook up with your friends the girl that the friends fly. would never do it yeah you know what i think i would hook up with Somebody that you had hooked up with? Like, I wouldn't care about that. But I'm not sure I would, like, really fall for that person. Start a relationship. Yeah. I don't know how seriously I could take somebody after... She had hooked up with, like, no offense, but my ugliest friend. Who? You. What? <laughs> You're one of my uglier friends. Uglier or ugliest? Well, I'm trying to think if I have any friends. I definitely know people who are uglier Certainly than you. Certainly know you know some that are more busted than I. <laughs> well, I'm not friends with anybody uglier than you. But I know there are uglier people in the world. Name one, baby. I'm all ears. I think Donald Trump is a very hideous looking man. And would you say he's less attractive than me? I think personality-wise... Otherwise, he's better than you. <laughs> okay, all right. He's all a right. bit more likable somehow. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> Dig deeper then. Name someone who's uglier than me. <laughs> uh, they can be any age. <laughs> I hate that I have to specify, but yeah, let's go any age. Um, do you know that guy Sumner Just, Redstone? Yeah, he's 94. <laughs> you're him. You and him are the same okay, level. Okay, so we're inching closer. Bottom floor. <laughs> I don't think, yeah. Actually, your latest girlfriend Blue Sumner Redstone. <laughs> now you're doubly fucked. Uh, so does this guy have the jurisdiction to tell her not to do that? I mean, she's already done it. It's already happening. Uh, can he say, hey, I'm not going to say they're off limits. That being said, if you hook up with my friends, I don't want to be with as you As soon anymore. as you say someone's off limits, then they are so much hotter. So I think you just <laughs> got to be like, I think the key is to just become uninterested in this girl. Oh, so to to change your brain. Yeah, because as soon as he stops caring, then it doesn't matter who she hooks up with. And then as soon as it doesn't matter who she hooks up with, that's when he's going to look a little bit more attractive. Mm, That would be a fun little movie, short film, where a guy creates this thing where he can choose who to have a crush on. Yeah. So instead of like, I don't know, I'm falling for her and I wish I can do something about it. It's like, oh yeah, it's you like, can just actually, turn it off. Yeah, I can. And then it, like you turn it on and you-, you Dial you, it back, yeah. look at somebody else, lock it in, dial it up. Yeah, which is how you say you sort of live your life. Live your life. You've you've been you. It seems like you live your life constantly being struck by Cupid's arrow. You have a crush on this person, a crush on this person. Then it goes away. Then it comes back up, down, left, right, all around. No rhyme, no reason. Just mm-hmm. who's there, who's available. But the arrow is just a, a glass of alcohol. Are you talking about me specifically? Mm-hmm. Yeah cupid's quiver doesn't really <laughs> need to be an arrow for eye yeah it's more just like a, a shot of whiskey yeah and, then. and an idea <laughs> and i've and i've become a little cherubic angel baby boy a sip of rye and a drake song <laughs> and i am proposing to anybody that will listen i'm down to fuck a cucumber if it's two <laughs> and drinks i have. and two song i saw that i did see you fuck a cucumber earlier yeah. not in the way anybody's yeah. thinking. <laughs> just i penetrated it <laughs> straight through the middle like a lincoln log it was amazing so what do you think uh i think maybe this guy can at least tell this girl like hey do whatever you want but just know that if you hook up with my friends i don't think i want to be with you then maybe she can at least make an educated decision right you're That's not telling funny. her not to be or saying hey listen babe it's me or them. So if they have that type of relationship, then it makes a little bit of sense. But you could also wait till she hooks up with one of them and then be a little cold. And then yeah. she'll be like, what's the matter? And then you're like, oh, nothing. I just don't care about you anymore. How do you like that? I took this pill. <laughs> uh, all right. Next question. Mm-hmm. This one is from... Was that last one? Yeah, last one's from a dude. So let's do this one from a lady. Got a lady podcaster we can use? Laura Lane. Hell yeah, dude. Jack Amos. My name is Laura Lane. I'm a senior in high school, and I've been a fan since I was measly 12 years old, and I can't even explain the impact you guys have had on my life. I've written a few times, but I definitely need help on this. So there's this coffee shop that I love, and I often go into in my free time. One of the guys that works there is an absolute specimen, and he is extremely friendly to me and often makes conversations and jokes with me about a drink that shares my name. These flirty conversations usually last anywhere from 2 to 10 minutes, so I felt confident that he was interested in me. I was downtown for a farmer's market with some friends just a few blocks away from the coffee shop. It was close to closing time, so I figured it would be a good time to go in there and ask for his number. I went in, and he greeted me very sweetly, said, "'Hey!' And I said, hey, I totally forgot to get your name and number last time I was in here. He laughed and gave me his name and number and proceeded to ask me about my night. I texted him later that night, and I said, hey, this is Laura Lane. Thanks for still giving me your number after that super suave pickup line. And then he said, well, I was way too flattered not to. I don't think I've ever been picked up in that way. Off to a good start, right? We proceeded to text for two more days. Things like, where are you from? Just basic getting to know you stuff. He told me he recently moved here, and I said, why did you move here? And he never replied. I don't understand. I don't think anything was going wrong. Do you guys have any ideas as to why he wouldn't reply to my last question? I think he was into me, but maybe I was reading too far into it. Should I text again? Should I go into the coffee shop and say something? Any advice would be greatly appreciated. Thanks for everything. Love, Laura Lane. It has never been more clear to me. Oh, do you know that he has a girlfriend? Really? Yes. <laughs> so he let it go this far to mm-hmm. stroke his ego. Yeah. And eventually he had to cut it off. Yep. And it could have been any text. He was too much of a coward to ever say anything. Mm-hmm. He liked the feeling of the phone vibrating, he liked having somebody pine after him. Yeah. He liked the attention. He sure. liked feeling wanted. Uh huh. And he didn't have the courage to straight up say, I have a girlfriend. But when, he, when it was time to finally say it, that's when he, realization struck and he said, I can't do this. And then I, he stopped responding. He said nothing at all. Yeah. Nothing at all. And that says everything. And with what percent certainty are you that he has a girlfriend? A thousand. That's okay. <laughs> all right. Uh, so let's say even if you're 99.9% sure, mm-hmm. which is very close to absolute certainty. Yes. Is it worth that one in a thousand chance? No. <laughs> for her, you didn't even let me finish my question. Sorry, go ahead. Is it worth that one in a thousand chance? No. For, <laughs> Sorry. I know it's not, it seems like it's coming out involuntarily, yeah, but let me at least finish the question. Right. I want you to, and I okay. feel bad that I'm stepping right. on your toes here. Should I start even after that? Because I feel like when I one say the word thousand, chance, uh, yeah, that's that's, that's like I, some sort of right. mental trigger for sure. you to say no. Yeah, no. you right. Okay. Yeah, no, <laughs> skip ahead, I guess. All right, so chance. pretend I said one, one in a thousand, thousand chance, no. right. Okay. All right, <laughs> okay, wait right. a uh, To text this guy, uh, because what if he doesn't have a girlfriend? What if he, he didn't does. get that? T- <laughs> <laughs> but, sorry. <laughs> what if he didn't get that text? What if he is still interested? What are the odds that he will eventually be with this girl if she texts him again? Um. He has a girlfriend, and if he doesn't, he does. (laughs) (laughs) So, do you suggest her texting anything or playing? Are we are we at an age anymore where texts don't go through sometimes? (laughs) No, it's pretty much always. You get them. You'll get them. Yeah, I think we're almost to the point where people can't say, "Hey, I I didn't get it. I didn't get that text." Or like, I you know what I've gotten a couple times on like dating apps is like, "Hey, for whatever reason, this app never notified me." Right. Does that ever happen? Like an app didn't notify? Yeah, maybe so. Well, but these are like, text, Sometimes like, when you're using it, the notification comes at the top and not on the lock screen. Yeah. Well, you know what else is kind of weird is like, um, sometimes you'll get a notification on your lock screen, but like if you swipe down, like as you're looking and it goes to like, you know, this random date screen. Yeah. And then you go back up. It's gone. It's gone. Right. So you don't see it. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, this guy has a girlfriend, uh, definitely so what's the move for her to never respond ever yeah um i guess if she wants it sounds like it's eating away at her a little bit she wants some sort of clarity and i think what you want to advise her is to send one more text yeah why not one more text she has nothing to lose she's already at zero so it can't go worse from there up to anything fun this week boom the end (laughs) going in to the coffee shop ever again not until he at least responds to this next text. What if he doesn't respond to the next test? You can never go back to the coffee shop? um then i would like get all of your hottest friends together and go back and make him feel like kind of an ass (laughs) oh hottest guy friends hottest guy and girlfriends just like the sexy sexy crew oh so you go in and don't even say hello to him oh what do you say just like order your coffee coffee black honey ever heard black is your heart you (laughs) son of a bitch (laughs) and then (laughs) piping hot (laughs) you pour it down the front of his shirt (laughs) piping hot like my sexy crew (laughs) (laughs) You're not here with anybody. Uh your card was declined. Was it? <laughs> it was an Amex purple like your heart. What are you talking about? I don't know. I don't know anything. Uh so your your answer lies somewhere in the either never text him ever again, go into the uh coffee shop casually like this conversation never happened, or fire that one last bullet. Although things are desperate, desperate. If a guy really wanted to, he would. He would not only like even if he didn't get it, he would have responded again. Like if yeah. a guy's really interested, he texts twice in a row. I agree. Uh so you're That being said, I mean, go for it. I don't think it's gonna work, but I think you'll you'll get the closure that you're seeking. Yeah. Or move cities, go to a different coffee shop, marry somebody else, and then it, uh, after having a long life, There's walk so back to the coffee shop. Hope that guy is still working there in some capacity. Mm-hmm. You amble, the old on janitor. In. Yeah, you're 80 years old. You have your your grandchildren with you, and then you say, "Tony, do you see? Tony's your grandchild. Tony, do you see that man over there? That 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 cocksucker? Do you see that cocksucker? That's <laughs> the man that broke your granny's heart. <laughs> what are you gonna do about it, you little pervert? And then you're pushing the five year old kid to like." you know, take action right. to do something. And also at this point, the janitor is also a, grand, a grandfather. That's right. He's an 84 he's, year old okay. man. Tony blinded by rage. How could you hurt my granny? What did you do to her? Starts hacking away at this guy's He picks knees. up a fork, right? He picks up a fork wow. and he starts stabbing his thighs, and thigh meat and his knee meat and his knee bone <laughs> knee and his shin bone. Yeah. And he just, goes to town on his right his, everything from the waist down all of a sudden Tony we realize is the spawn of Satan a he's, he's he's little d- gra- d- your grandson is <laughs> is a devil boy he's a little d- You, d- you say that's baby enough dad. Tony he turns around with the fire of Lucifer <laughs> in his eyes you see the the fork glisten in the Sun and you realize oh my god I'm next he's at your throat <laughs> scraping your eyeballs you're saying Tony Tony how dare you and then you yeah and that is and then the last thing you you see before you die is your sweet little grandson's hands clawing clawing at your face you did this to me El Diablo, no, no. oh you think she is. my sweet little boy you think she's like an italian lady or yes <laughs> got it uh all right cool let's take a break thanks some more response and then uh we'll be back with more questions after this ciao Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How's that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm Mm-hmm i love it i love my helix so you know already that helix sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you yes i took the quiz i took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and i can have a firm oh very nice that's the goat i remember you guys got into a huge fight while taking the test right it was yeah it was a blow up. it was a blow up fight but we were going through other (laughs) we had other shit helix sleep was wasn't yeah okay it was a to the number one best overall mattress uh, pick of 2019 by GQ and Wired. So it's not just us cool gq and wired like them too Yeah, and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can weigh it doesn't in matter who's who's yeah right that, or wrong. that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah yeah just go to helixsleepcom slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing it. just take that two you minute quiz to, but some people and- <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll that's match true. you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great. And it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping. And there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you. And it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah, and that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out you can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. I said, hey, what's up? Hello. See your pretty pretty ass ass soon as you you walked in in the the door. door. (laughs) (laughs) I just found a spot for us to roll. Married to the money I don't even let go. And I I get get high high with with my baby. (laughs) I be at the mall. I'm getting fly with my baby. (laughs) Is that what he says? Yeah. Cool. Pretty sure. Uh, Lonely and horny. Season one, completely available. People still buying it. People still enjoying it. Mm. People can officially binge watch the thing. With the special features at the end. That's right. If you buy the whole season, you can rent the season. But if you buy the season, you can watch it for as long as the the heck you want. And then there's also a 15-minute making-of behind-the-scenes featurette of Jake, me, the cast, the crew, having fun joking around. Basil's in it. Gabrus is in it. Uh, a good time. And I think we're close to some like milestones for Vimeo, so every little action helps. If you've been sitting on fifteen bucks, waiting, commiserating, uh, for the perfect moment, can we recommend mm, now? Yeah, please. We recommend now. We recommend now. Uh, somebody had an awesome idea in our subreddit, uh, that we release a podcast episode, a bonus podcast episode. That's just audio commentary for the show. Mm. So we, it'll allow people to watch the entire series uh, with our commentary. Oh, that's fun. When we wrote the episodes, what we were thinking during the episodes, little stories from the shooting of those episodes. Correct. Uh, stuff about cool. the house, the car, the dog park, the class location. We, we are filled with stories. It was two weeks of our lives. Mm-hmm. Uh, that we hadn't really ever talked about. So that could be a good idea. Maybe we'll do that in the next week or two. Yeah. It'd be fun. We uh are. uh but thanks to everybody good who on your checked Reddit. It out. solid solid move for our subreddit. Um, Jake's been Snapchatting a lot. That's been fun. Jake the uh, Man yeah. eighty five. And Amir Bloom. Do you regret the name yet? i regret it yeah every time i have to say it jake Man, 85 yeah i think i don't know if i talked about it on the podcast before but the reason i have such a a dumb name is because i was embarrassed when i first had snapchat yeah because it was more like a personal one-on-one thing than like a a way to broadcast to many fans yeah i mean when i first downloaded snapchat it was entirely a way to like just get nudes from people that i met on tinder nudes with a z uh yeah okay so n00dz Mm -hmm. Got it. Nudes from noobs. Oh. And so I didn't want it to be my name because I was like, oh, no, this is sort of like a pervy app. Yeah, that's not me who's receiving that nudes. But now, now it's like, (sighs) uh, uh, now it's something where we're basically creating content again yeah actively trying to get people to find you right so like we're trying to make funny videos that yeah. people see so it's i should have just had right jake herwitz so we're on podcasts and like tv shows and you have to be like that's jake da man 85 jake da man <laughs> 85 baby uh oh we didn't talk about at midnight we were on yeah, at midnight that's true uh, that was a fun little day of ours. Uh, Jake and I were on the Comedy Central show at midnight last Monday. Uh, and You can still watch it if you go online. Yeah, you can watch it on ComedyCentral.com. Just search at midnight, uh, Jake, Amir, and Kate Micucci. Yes. She was really great, too. Yeah, and she's got a Vimeo special out. Hell yeah. On Vimeo, yo. Check them out. Uh, you won. Yeah, I became king of the internet after. How was that? Um, it was... It was pretty exciting. I really wanted to win when I went on there. I wanted to win. Bad. I saw you offering Chris Hardwick, the host, like 30 bucks right before we went on stage. Right, and he took it, and that's why I won. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. It's like arbitrary points, but he can give you a little more. Right, yeah, yeah. Well, actually, the the strategy, which I learned uh, from one of the writers there named Ify. Uh, shout out. Shout out to, shout out to Ify. Um, the strategy is to just... Basically, they let everybody buzz in during, like, the hashtag war segment. Uh Uh So I was just, like, constantly pressing on my buzzer. Yeah. So he called on me after any, like, after Kate was done, my buzzer just immediately went off. And after you were done, my buzzer immediately went off. So I had, I just, like, got to give a lot more answers. And there's no, like, no matter how bad your joke is. He gives you points. You get points every time you <laughs> speak, right? So you don't have to be funny. You just have to say a lot. Yeah, you just so if you're and like also they cut a ton out of the show. Yeah, they only use the funniest jokes. Right, so I was just fill it up, fill it up with trash, saying garbage, trash, the entire trash time. garbage, because I I remember at one point you kept buzzing and then and I was they just go, said, bah! yeah, like, <laughs> all right, we have to give you points, but that's enough. <laughs> like, do you have another actual head? whatever? <laughs> all right, another points, but you are derailing the show. There was. One of my jokes that they didn't use, and I forget what it was, but anyway. What? I think the, the joke that I had about the DJ... Oh, yeah. Well, they took one of the DJs out. Oh. It was like sort of like this. We have to introduce bad uh, beatboxers. Yeah. And I said, this next DJ has a loving father, mother, aunt, and uncle, and they were all the same two people. That's funny. (laughs) Yeah, it was was a good time. (laughs) So more behind-the-scenes jokes that that we missed that were cut out uh, of At Midnight. Uh, On our separate podcast uh, at 12.30 Mm a.m., which we just drag people in after their At Midnight appearance and we talk about all the jokes that they cut because they weren't quite good enough. By the way, we should have Kate Micucci on our podcast. Note to self. Uh, All right. Anything else we didn't mention? Mm. Do we have any tours or anything coming up? We're going to Dublin and London. Shows haven't been announced, but I can just straight up tell you the dates are like end of July and then August 2nd, I think, in London. Second or third? I think second. Dope. So So close to my birthday. Oh yeah, tickets aren't available. A year that'll be a year from when we were shooting the pilot. Oh wow. What a difference a year makes. Yeah. I can't believe we're on true TV. Yeah. Oh. Oh no. Or did we hear? We <laughs> Oh shit, man. What's the good news? <laughs> no news is good news, right, brother? You're <laughs> you're dying. What did they end up saying? Did they change their mind? <laughs> <laughs> Promise me that they did. Promise me they changed their mind. <laughs> mama, mama, why is it so cold in here? Why did True TV say no? Mama, oh mama, why am I dying before you, mama? <laughs> you deserve to die. It's, first. it's not fair, mama. <laughs> you should be dead first, mama. <laughs> All right, that's very mean, but I'm sorry to see you go as well. <laughs> you should come with me, mama. <laughs> I don't know if I should come with. Yes, please kill yourself too, mama. That way Call we go quickly, mother. Together. So you can, so I can mourn you, mother, <laughs> the way a little boy should, mother. Well, that's not. I feel like we're forcing it. Now. Goodbye, sweet mother. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still fine. Oh, love you, mama. You gonna live forever, baby. That's what I love the most about you. My mom's immortal. <laughs> that's awesome, dude. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that's really cool, man. Yeah. I used to be nervous because I'd be like, I don't want to live without you. <laughs> but then I found out that she'll never die. That's so. Very cool, dude. Yeah. It's actually pretty neat. <laughs> Love it. My mom's a goddess. She's going to live forever. <laughs> all right. All right That's awesome. Yeah. Um, no, it's really cool. <laughs> it's actually pretty pretty amazing. Pretty stellar. Because I think she's I wanted, the only one that can do yeah, that. One of the things I want least in the world is for her to go anywhere. Isn't so right? it's awesome <laughs> that she promised me that she yeah. would. And all I had around. to do was like be a good little boy and do my chores. And yeah. I did that. And so that was my little reward. So as long as i like' am taking out the garbage, feeding the dog, being nice to my brother and my sisters, my mom's not going anywhere. And that's really cool. <laughs> <laughs> You're describing religion. <laughs> <laughs> and she'll live forever in the afterlife. So. Uh All right. Oh, here's a question about mummies and daddies. Ooh, Uh, We need another dude's name. Yo, baby bear. Hi, Carnell. Yeah. Uh, Mike Carnell writes, Hey guys, I'm 21 and my parents recently separated. My mom didn't see it coming, so she's been pretty down. She's unemployed at the moment, and while she's been going on in for some interviews, so far she's had no luck. She's been watching a lot of Seinfeld for comfort. I commute to uni a few days a week, but on the other days I live with mom. I try my best to keep her spirits up, and while she's uh, trying to stay strong, it's clearly hard for her. So she wallows while Jerry Seinfeld's shrill shrill voice echoes throughout the house. Meanwhile, my dad is having a ball. He's been staying at an Airbnb. Note, he changed his profile picture to a shirtless pic on his Airbnb profile. And he has presumably been prowling around for new meat, if you know what I mean. In a few months, he's going to visit his friend who lives in a real hippie city on the coast. They're going up to a music festival whose clientele will be high school and gone, 19-year-olds having sex in tents. He, sorry, I shouldn't have said high school, whose clientele will be high and gone, 19-year-olds having sex in tents. All right. He said he got me a ticket and that I should come along. Does this sound weird to you? I really have no interest in going to a music festival with my dad. I mean, I've got uni shit to do. It seems like he's trying to establish himself as a cool dad friend, but it makes me a little bit uncomfortable. And if this desperate search for a youth that never happened results in him dating some young chick, I don't know what I'm going to do. So I guess what I'm asking is, should I challenge him about his actions, or am I in the wrong here? Have you got any tips on making my mum feel better and getting her back on her feet? Thanks, guys. By the way, Lonely and Horny was great. Can't wait for season two. Woo! Gracias. Hopefully we get a season two. I'll tell you that. Yeah. Um. First of all, I don't think the dad's trying to, uh, like establish himself as cool dad like get this good relationship with his son i think his dad realized that he's not going to be able to get any of this young pussy with his old friend so he's got to bring bring the kid uh the kid will help uh, be a babe this magnet. dude is pure bait that's all it is he's a chick magnet yeah hopefully this his child is the key to not getting like arrested by the people at the yeah, I'm not a 49-year-old single man on the prowl here. I'm with my boy. I'm just trying to make sure my boy has a good time. And if, you, if I get some, what's it called, runoff, Son, secondary? Go tra- go chat up that gal over there. <laughs> Let her know your old man's going through some tough times and show her my Airbnb profile pic while you're at it. I feel like uh, any breakup sort of ha- this happens, like one person's, Fine because they've been like waiting to get out of the relationship, and the other person is like a little bummed, Mm -hmm. but then like it shifts. Some soon your mom is going to be like, She's going to be over it, she's going to be out there meeting new people, and your dad's going to be like, Oh no, I what did I do? I threw this all away. I struck out at the music festival, and now I'm back at home thinking about this kid's mom. There's an ebb and a flow, and you just can't, like, just you just got to take it easy. I think, I mean, your dad even though he's processing it in sort of a more annoying way, I feel like he's still going through a big uh, a big transition. And you shouldn't necessarily, like, be mean and call him out. Would you go to the concert, though? Would you go to the festival? Would you go to Coachella with your daddy No, of course not. But I would, I mean, well, I might go with my dad because that'd be really funny for me. Because he's kind of like a pimp in some sort of regards. Well, because I feel like my dad would just, he's sort of like you know my dad's a a little a little hobbit boy but like he could toss the money around and all of a sudden like we're staying in a cabana he's like if you put fucking uh coins quarters in a bowling ball and Mm -hmm. just like bowled it down the alley so it's like this bowling ball man that's spewing coins my dad is a pin he's a pin he's a bowling pin he's a pin he's a a (laughs) a bit of a pin would you say he's a pin i wouldn't all right (laughs) my dad's a dish towel (laughs) But me and Micah, we we go around, we collect some people, we bring them back to the house in Palm Springs. All of a sudden, daddy's daddy's throwing dollar bills in the air. We're having a party. Yeah, he's a piñata, pretty... but with cash instead of candy. Exactly. Uh, I'm really, I'm trying to like, it's it's a little tough, because you probably don't necessarily want to be like, hey, dad, this is great behavior. Like, you, you want to challenge him a little bit. Like, dad, I realize that you're going through some shit. I want you to go and have fun at this concert, but you know i don't really want to be around it it doesn't make me very happy to see right i have to take care of the saddest person person first before dealing with you right i got to be there for mom and i feel like maybe that's a little harsh for your old man to hear but also maybe he does need to hear it and then any advice for dealing with the mom once she gets through seinfeld i don't know what do you think friends Friends, yeah fraser maybe news Mm radio is kind of roseanne's just a roseanne's pretty funny uh, Home Improvement had a pretty solid run. You gotta, gotta just say. like find your mom some single friends. Mm, you think the mom's ready? What's that? You think the mom's ready? Oh, I don't mean like single friends like dating. I mean like single women friends. Oh, like what, other that or something. Shit. not like That's that. Fucking like devious. devious. No. I love that. God, you are so brave. <laughs> and man. then they come over, watch Seinfeld. Maybe the masturbation episode. One, and they scissor each another. other. <laughs> you're always angling to have people scissor (laughs) scissor with a scissor i think that you just got to get your mom off the couch and making friends that's the key the show friends yeah first friends then real friends yeah then real housewives right uh but it's gonna take time they were together for a long time i can't imagine what it's like Breaking up with someone that you've been with for longer than I've been alive—I mm-hmm. can't comprehend what it's like for a, a time that's over 33 years. I can only—I can only understand my current lifestyle, yeah, I agree. my timeline. But I think anytime anybody breaks up, it's like you break up because it's because you have to break up. So, like the sadder thing at that point, once like people have broken up, it's sadder if they fight and stay together when they shouldn't. I like that. It's a really good tip. So yeah, she's free. She's liberated. Yeah, she's out of the relationship that wasn't making the two of them happy. And honestly, Seinfeld's a great show. So like there's a lot worse things you could be watching. With yeah, George like, is super funny. George is great. Kramer is just on point. And, and to have Elaine there is, is like your amazing. fourth lead. That's yeah. It's murderer's row. It's just every everybody's bringing it. <laughs> and <the stand>. Putty. <laughs> Putty's is really good too. Uh all right that's it that's our time uh best of luck to y'all uh if you have your own questions your own theme song submissions that email address for everything is if ever you show at gmail dot com again thanks to everybody that's bought our uh vimeo web series Lonely and horny uh, and if you haven't bought it um i i'm i think i'm ready to scold you yeah so you are you are a a a non fan to me you are a zero a no bad man. boy You've or been, bad girl. You've been a nasty little fan sucking, suckling off my dick for, for far Whoa. too long. And Whoa. in fact, you can go to hell. Go to hell with you. Dude, off. if you have been scolded into buying Lonely and Horny... <laughs> Tweet a screenshot of the receipt. <laughs> hashtag scolded <laughs> into purchasing. Hashtag my face a uh, podcast host makes me feel like a nasty little boy so much that I had to buy a, a web series. Devious, devious imp. Uh, no. Thank you everybody that's purchased it. And if you haven't just consider it. You can watch the first episode for free then make a decision. Uh, the opening theme song was written by Shirley Zhu uh, and this last one is Roger and Monica with a K Ooh. Uh, with a with an original tune called Bitches Love Cheese? Fuck yeah. Uh, we'll be back very, very soon, you guys. You won't even miss us. We'll be back so soon. Adios. We were you, you be hashtag dope. Ten motherfucking pennies. And you'd see. The motherfucking cheese, but you're not one of us. So ask us what you should do, and if you follow our advice, God might start loving you. Cheese bitches. Hey, us yes again, just wanted to quickly thank meundies.com and headspace.com. Uh, Y'all are the best. Thanks for sponsoring this episode. Yeah, so if you want to check them out, don't forget that's headspace.com slash if I were you or meundies.com slash Jake or Amir. We'll be back on Monday. All right, see you then. Toda. That was a headgum podcast.